On today's show, well, uh uh-oh, another German luxury brand is pulling out of the Detroit Auto Show. The head of Hyundai's union in South Korea says electric cars are evil, and Nissan is creating ways to recycle EV batteries. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. The recent incident in which an autonomous Uber car struck and killed a pedestrian in Tempe, Arizona, may be more of an indictment of Uber than of autonomous technology. John Krafcek, the head of Waymo, says he's confident that Waymo's autonomous cars would have detected and avoided that pedestrian. Speaking at the National Auto Dealers Association conference over this weekend, Krafcek said, and I quote, Based on our knowledge of the accident and our systems, I can say with some confidence that our technology would have handled situations like that. You know, we here at AutoLine Daily think that other companies developing autonomous technology, like GM's Cruise Automation and Aurora, would also be able to say the same thing. We'll wait for the National Transportation Safety Board to give its final analysis of what actually occurred, but at first blush, it looks like this is more of a problem with Uber's approach than with its autonomous technology. Last month, after Mercedes announced it won't attend next year's Detroit Auto Show, we worried that more German automakers would follow. And now Automotive News reports that BMW is also pulling out of the Detroit Auto Show for next year. The company says it's looking at alternative formats to showcase its new vehicles. But it's not that surprising of a move. Over the last few years, Mazda, Porsche, Volvo, and Jaguar Land Rover have all skipped the show as well. But it's clear automakers believe they're better off holding special events to introduce new vehicles instead of sharing this stage with their competitors during an auto show. And while most automakers are embracing electric vehicles and have plans to significantly boost EV models, not everyone is happy about the change. In an interview with Reuters, the head of Hyundai's union in South Korea said, quote, electric cars are disasters. They are evil. We are very nervous. That's because he's concerned that the shift to electric cars will result in fewer jobs, since they don't require engines and transmissions. He says in a worst-case scenario, EVs could lead to 70% fewer jobs. Because of this, the union is studying ways to build cars in the future without reducing its workforce. Speaking of electric cars, Daimler just introduced a new EV for the Chinese market. We'll take a look at it right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Daimler and its Chinese partner BYD share an EV joint venture company called Shenzhen Denza New Energy Automotive, and it just launched a new model. As its name implies, The Denza 500 has a range of around 500 kilometers. It comes with a refreshed exterior that features what the company calls Tiger Eye LED headlights and rippling LED taillights. The dash now sees a larger 9-inch touchscreen, which also supports Denza's smartphone app. The Denza 500 is produced locally for the Chinese market, and to help increase sales, It will also be added to select Mercedes-Benz dealers in the country. 
But one of the problems with most EVs is that they lose a ton of value by the time they hit the used car market because potential customers worry about having to replace an expensive battery pack. But Nissan hopes to change that by offering LEAF customers in Japan the option to exchange their old battery for a refabricated unit. Starting in May, it will initially offer only 24 kilowatt hour batteries for 300,000 yen, which is about $2,850. While that is expensive, Nissan says a new pack of the same size is more than double that at 650,000 yen, or about $6,200. Nissan plans to expand its lineup to include 30 and 40 kilowatt hour refabricated batteries. And while this is one way to get more life out of used battery packs, as we said the other day, no one is currently able to recycle EV batteries on a large scale and for a profit. But Nissan has now set up a joint venture with Sumitomo Corporation called the 4R Energy Corporation that is opening a new plant in Japan to focus on the reuse and recycling of lithium-ion batteries. The plant will also use the recycled batteries for large-scale storage systems and electric forklifts. Wagons make up just a small part of the car market. Coming up next, Buick explains why it wants to be a player in that segment. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. Once upon a time, station wagons were popular in the U.S., but now they're just a niche part of the market. That's why it was so intriguing to see Buick add a wagon to the Regal lineup. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, Doug Osterhoff, the marketing manager at Buick, explained why the company is entering the segment. Really what we did is we took a look at the mid-car segment and said, hey, it's time to refresh the Regal. And, you know, it's, it's no surprise that the, these markets are contracting a bit. So there's a lot of movement of crossovers. So we said, you know, what kind of approach can we take going into this market to keep sales momentum, you know, keep um, good opportunity, bring in new, new people to Buick? And that's why we kind of introduced the family of Regals, if you will. So uh, not only did we bring the Tour X into the portfolio, but we also brought the Sportback version of the Regal. And, uh, and a GS version that is completely um, redone from a unique powertrain over and above the standard Sportback, a V6 engine now, standard all-wheel drive. So we really looked at it in the context of there's a lot of competition and a lot of pressure on that segment. How do we best compete? And finding these areas of having a wagon in the lineup, um, or as we like to call it, the ultimate crossover vehicle, because that's really what it is. It, it gives the, the vast majority of people that uh, own these type of vehicles want cars. They want to drive cars. They like the driving dynamic of a car. Uh, they feel safer, actually. They feel more in control when they drive a car that's lower to the ground because um, they can avoid things versus just having a lot of sheet metal around them. Uh, but first and foremost, they want utility, and they use that space in their vehicles uh, every day. I mean, that's just, they're just very active people. So in their day-to-day lives, uh, they have their stuff in the car all the time, and they use the top a lot to haul things, um, you know, whether it's bikes or surfboards or kayaks or whatever, um, and they'll have the cross rails on all the time. They're always ready to go. So um, 
people need this type of vehicle. Uh, they're loyal to it. They, they buy them over and over. For more about the Buick Regal Tour X, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again here tomorrow.